keep thinking about what people will say if you keep considering what people are thinking you never serve the lord and you never give your best to him if siwa will get far you know how come we are here today it's because some people decided to give their all to jesus it's because some people decided to go extreme with their sacrifices yeah that's how somebody will be in this branch and start another branch he's going extreme with his love for god and people will look at him and say you are doing too much now the message Ligon is a powerful branch. Hallelujah. You know here, man, I said East Ligon is a powerful branch. Hallelujah. I mean, the branch where the chairman of CY is, is a powerful branch. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I just realized you have, I mean, a number of presidents in your branch. Medina president is here. Airport president is here. Ish. Hallelujah. Creative arts director. And then business director hallelujah all right we thank god so much let's appreciate all the people all our leaders let's appreciate pastor rod let's celebrate our father and our shepherd hallelujah amen before i i say anything uh, i also want to salute our uh, pastor pastor vicky hallelujah all right she's a wonderful person I don't know if she's told you, but next week she's coming to Dance One Branch. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, we are also inviting all of you to come and fellowship with us since our, our pastor is coming. Amen. Hallelujah. So, we thank God so much. Last or president is here. Jeff is in the house. Amen. All right. I salute all of you. Pastor Vicky, I said, Kofi Nkrumah, and everyone present. Hallelujah. Tonight, I'm sharing something in just a few minutes, and we. We can pray. Hallelujah. All right. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. This is a month of um, praise. And it's a month where, as a, as a ministry, we dedicate some time to celebrate everything the Lord has done for us. Amen. And then um, also praise the Lord for his good. Amen. Yeah, praise is in the house. Amen. So, it's, as I said, it's our anniversary month, and we also talk. We also encourage people to join the work, because when we tell our story of where we've come from, the goal is that you also be inspired to carry on with the vision. Are you with me? Yeah. And um, Vicky told me to share a little of how I started Dance Woman Branch. I mean, it's just a simple issue of I was just available. I never knew. I was just a common guy, normal guy, basketball player. And I was just asked to come and start a branch. I don't know how to preach nothing. Right. So I just said, okay, why not? If God can use anything, then he can use me. So I just said I'll be available. And then we just started. I started with a, a group of guys I was actually playing soccer with, not even basketball. And I just called them. Let's start. So we started in my hall. Right. And then up to now, I'm still looking for the first message I preached because... I hope I did not poison the people uh, because I really don't know what I said. But I was a champion amongst them because, I mean, all of us were. Uh, in fact, all the people we start with, I led them to Christ in my house. Yeah, everybody, all of them. They said yes to Jesus. I mean, they're just common guys. And since then, we've been following. 
and we've been available. Has it been easy? No, but we are trusting God. God likes it when we believe him. God likes it when we believe him for big things. Right? So you have to learn how to believe God for great things. And Bible says that you shouldn't despise the day of small beginnings. Anything that has that starts small has a potential to become big. Are you with me? Yeah, so when God calls you from here to start a new branch, don't despise it. Don't throw it away. It has a potential to become big and great. Are you with me? Yeah, so everything small has a potential to become big. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Ecclesiastes 3.14. The Bible says that for whatsoever God will do, it shall be forever. Once it's God doing it, it shall be forever. Ish. Bible says that God does it so that no man can put to it and no one can take away from it. So that men will fear him. So whatever God does, it shall be forever. If it's God that is starting the relationship you are in, it will be forever. I'm preaching already. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if it's you, you struggle, you do everything, you'll just be struggling. You'll do counseling after counseling, but it'll not be working. But whatever God does, if God starts that business, it will be forever. Alright, so let me just say some one or two things then we can close. John 12. I don't know what topic I'm giving, but I'm preaching on um, serving the Lord or giving our best. Okay, you, the title should, can be It's Time to Give Our Best to the Lord. Right. John 12, verse 1. Then six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha saved, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why, this, why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii? And given to the poor. Verse 6, this he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and he had money and he had a money box and he used to take what was put in it. Right. But Jesus said, let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you have with you always. <laughs> but me, you do not have always. So we see from this story, Jesus at the house of Lazarus um, this Lazarus, the same Lazarus he raised from the dead. And the Bible said, Mary took a bottle of oil, very expensive oil, anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. So Mary made a decision to give something to Jesus. There were different people in the house. Lazarus was raised from the dead, but he decided not to give anything. Okay, there was not, there's no scripture recorded that Lazarus gave anything. Right, but he had witnessed a great testimony. So if there's somebody who should have given something when Jesus was there, it could have been Lazarus. Hallelujah. So Martha was also around. What was she doing? She was serving. Right. And, but it was Mary who gave something costly to the Lord. Right. Now, it was, common, it was a common practice in those days that when you have a guest, you wash the feet of the guest with water. Right. But it was uncommon to do, to wash the feet when you are eating. It was common to wash when um, the person is at the gate. But this time, they, they were, it was during supper. But Mary, so the first unusual thing Mary did was that she gave something unusual. She did it at a, a very unusual time during the meal. It was also very unusual to use oil to wash the feet. 
It was water. Remember Jesus, right? Washed the feet of the disciples. He used water. Now, but she used oil. Usually, what oil was actually used for, it was used to anoint the heads of people who had visited. So if somebody visits, you can anoint the person's head. And the goal was to re- so that the person will be refreshed. The person has gone throughout a long journey, so you anoint the person's head so the person will be refreshed from the journey. But Mary did not anoint the head. She rather anointed the feet with very costly oil. The other thing is that people who wash the feet of others were usually the least of the servants. So amongst the servants, they look for the least one. Do you get what I'm saying? So they, they rank all of them. And the least amongst all servants, they, are, they were actually given the job of washing the feet of, of, of guests. So Mary did a, many unusual things. Are you with me? But Mary used very expensive oil. Spices and ointments usually were things that were put in bottles and they they stood for investments. So when they want to give an investment or sometimes in in some cases they were like an inheritance because they were very expensive. You could keep it in a bottle. So it's kept for a certain time where it could be traded for something good. Are you with me? So if it's an investment, it means that it's for the future. But Mary decided to use it at the appearance of Jesus. And we see verse 4. Judas, the finance minister of Jesus, said something. said that you could have used this amount of money for something else. You could have given it. You could have sold this oil and given to the poor. Judas did the calculation already and saw how much the oil was. So fast. And said that this is 300 dinar. And we could have given to the poor and would have helped because this is Jesus who is helping people. So this anointing could have been used to, could have used to give to the poor. And he was a thief. Bible says he, 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 he usually took the money away. The word took, the, he usually used to take the money. It comes from a word which means to take to keep or to take to steal. Uh-huh. So, but Judas did that too. He, he, <laughs> he took the money to keep the money, but he also stole the money sometimes. So, why am I telling this story of all these things? What lessons are we drawing from this? Hmm. Sometimes when we are serving the Lord young, it looks like we are training our investment away. Yeah. I just came to encourage you to serve the Lord. Though. That's why I'm here. You see, when Mary was doing it, it looked like she was, she, was, she was throwing away her future, her security. She was giving her something which will, will, will stand for her in the future. But she was giving it to Jesus. In the same way, when you look at young people serving the Lord today, people will tell you that you are wasting your life. It's just like when you see a young person who has, who has done full time and is, is, is going all out for Jesus, the first reaction of people is that you are doing too much. You are giving your future away. Hmm. You are throwing something away. You are throwing something of value away. The, the same young person starts working in a bank. Nobody talks about it. But start serving the Lord, they talk about it. Young person is going on trips. They are traveling to every part of the country. But a young person decides to go on a mission trip and it looks like the person is throwing the future away. Hmm. Not only did Mary give very expensive oil, she used the hair to wipe the feet of Jesus. It means that to wipe the feet, she had to untie the hair before she could wipe the feet. And it was unusual. Jews, Jewish women don't untie their hair in public. And she untied in, in public and then and t- so what she did was she did something extreme. There are many times when you are serving the Lord, 
People will tell you that what you are doing is too extreme. You are going all out for Jesus. Too many rehearsals. Is it every Friday you do rehearsal? Is it every time you do a retreat? That's the response of many people. There are many things we do for the Lord that look like extreme. Look like it's too much. We are giving too much. We are giving too much of our time. And most of the time, some of us hold back from serving because of the people's reactions. You see, Mary did not care what the people thought about. What she cared about is that Jesus, I've seen Jesus and I'm giving my investment. I'm giving so much to Jesus. That's what she saw. Are you with me? Yeah. If you keep thinking about what people will say, if you keep considering what people are thinking, you never save the Lord and you never give your best to him. If Siwa will get far, you know how come we are here today? It's because some people decided to give their all to Jesus. It's because some people decided to go extreme with their sacrifices. Yeah. That's how somebody will be in this branch and start another branch. He's going extreme with his love for God. And people will look at him and say, you are doing too much. And usually, Judas' reasoning is the reasoning of the world. It is believed that Judas never called Jesus Lord. So Judas stands for the, the world. So this reaction is actually the, the world's reaction. When you are giving your best to the Lord and when you are giving your all to him. They tell you that, can't you find anything good to do with your life? Well, have you heard that before? Yeah. Are you not going, are you not, are you not taking this Jesus thing so seriously? Are you not giving too much? Is this your dedication not too much? It's the question that the world keeps asking us. That we are giving too much for this Jesus. Yeah. Now, if you just, just go on social media, the mockery of the church, the insults to pastors, we are giving too much. Pastors are deceiving us. <laughs> Recently, one of my brothers told me how his father said, you, 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 these pastors are using you and one day to walk away from you. Yeah. So they are saying you are giving too much. Yeah. In fact, the world and the carnal nature will think that anything you give to the Lord is too much. Yeah. They think you are too beautiful to serve the Lord, too intelligent to serve the Lord too bright to serve the Lord. You are too, occup- you are, you are too qualified to all that you do is you are serving the Lord. There can be something better you can do with your life. Now, if you read Matthew 26, verse 6 to 13, you see this account again. I don't have to read. And this time around, it's not Judas that responded what a waste to the giving of the oil. It was the other disciples. So aside the world responding to our giving much to the Lord, there are church people in the church and other Christians who tell you that this thing you are doing it too much. And the disciples asked him that what a waste. They actually asked Jesus that what a waste. He said, this is too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. The word waste comes from a word which means giving more than is necessary. I said that Mary is giving more than is necessary. She could have given a little. And there are many people in church, you'll be surprised, who are, who are saying that you are giving too much. <laughs> There are times that the people you are leading will make you feel like you are giving too much. Hey, why is the place quiet? Why are you people quiet on me? What should I preach? You are not, you are not excited. <laughs> yeah. There are times the people you are leading, they'll treat you as though you are giving too much. Why are we why too many retreats? Holiday, we can't rest. Holiday is beach day. Why should we have a retreat? Why should we have an all night? We can do that. It's too much. Other believers, look, the leaders here, if you don't take it, other believers who think you are giving too much. We are doing too much. We are building a youth center. Why are we building a youth center? This is fine. Wednesdays, like, it's fine. We are giving too much. If we follow people, we'll never give our best to the Lord. But you see, God gave us his best, and it's time for us to give him our best. That's why I came here. Hmm. 
You see, both when Mary gave, her giving was based on her worth of the Lord. How she saw, how precious the Lord was to her. Our giving is a reflection of the, the, the price we've put on Jesus or the, how, how, the worth we've put on him. Yeah. If you see somebody giving to the Lord, it's because of how he, he sees the Lord as somebody who is of great worth. And that's what Mary saw. Judas was walking around Jesus. The other disciples were walking around Jesus, but never saw that there's somebody I can give my investment to. When Mary gave to the Lord, what she was saying is that the Lord is worth more than a year's wages. Yeah, because the, the oil, the, Judas gave us the estimation, the finance minister gave us the estimation, said that it's worth more than, the 300 denarii is, is actually a man's wages, a, a working man's wages for a year. Yeah. So when Mary was giving a best, she said that what I'm giving, this is, the Lord is worth more than a year's wages. Yeah. If we are giving our time and our resources, until we begin to see who the Lord is, we'll never give him our best. You see, your giving goes to what is valuable to you in this life. What is precious to you, you give your time to and you give your resources to. You give it easily. Are you with me? Yeah. Ask your neighbor, what, what, if, we check, if we check your giving, what, what, what is important to you in this world? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Yeah. So our giving will be dependent on the worth we place on the Lord. Yeah, our giving will be dependent on the wealth we place on the Lord. Yeah. And sometimes you'll be giving us and said, sometimes when you see somebody giving her best to the Lord, don't question. It's because the person has, has seen the Lord of great wealth. Yeah. Because this person is great. He's precious to me. Yeah. And it's, begin, it's time we begin to see how, 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 what God has given to us and the great mercies he has also given to us. As I seen the worth of the Lord, we must see his work towards us. Not just his work, but his work towards you and I. Is it last week or last, this Monday, I was sharing that down to man. In, in Romans 12 verse 1, he said that, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. He says that, I beseech you by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. He said mercies, plural. From chapter 1 of Romans to chapter 11, we, we see the mercies of God. And Paul is saying that after looking at all these messes, your, your, the, the intelligent response is that you give your body as a living sacrifice. Yeah. So from chapter 1 to chapter 11, you see the, the God's mercy of justification, Romans 5 verse 1. He says that, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. When you come to Romans 8, you see great mercies of the Lord. Yeah. Romans 8 15 tells us that we've been adopted. Hey, African man, you are now a child of God. Because you are not part, you are, you are not an Israelite, you are not a Jew, you are not part of God's people. But adoption makes us children now. Yeah. Yeah. Verse 16 actually tells us that we are sons of God. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are God's children. We are His. Yeah, that's another great mercy of the Lord. That a former fornicator is now a child of God. Yeah. yeah. Or is the going people are just angels? You, you just came straight from heaven. You did not pass anywhere before giving your life to Christ. <laughs> yeah. They are a child of God. They're great mercy. Yeah. So if you were drinking, just do the calculation. If Jesus did not come at the time he came. Just do the calculation. What would it have been? Yeah. 
Are you, are you, do you understand what I'm preaching this evening at all? Yeah. The great mercies of the Lord. How the Lord has had mercy on us. Yeah. How the Lord has had mercy on us. It says that because of that, offer your body as a living sacrifice. Bible says in Romans 8 verse 1, actually, for there is therefore now no condemnation. So this is a great message that you were once condemned, now there is no more condemnation for you. Yeah. Bible actually says, Romans 8 verse 9, that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. Is there, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, it's none of it. What, what a blessing that God's residential address is you. That he lives inside of you. What a blessing. That's God's mercy. That you and I, we are, we, are, we are carriers of God's presence. What a blessing. That's God's mercy towards us. Romans 8.35 actually says that for who can separate us from the love of God? So from no condemnation now, we've ended up at no separation. Nothing can separate us from this love of God. That's God's great mercy. That nothing can snatch us away. That's why Jesus said that the ones the Father has given, nobody can snatch them out of his hands. God's great mercy. He said, because of his mercy, we should offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. Look how God, somebody preached to you and gave your life to Christ. Look at how we were. Bible says that we all like sheep have gone astray. We've all departed unto our own ways. We were actually unto a way of death, but the Lord had mercy and brought us near him. And said that because of that, we should offer our bodies as living sacrifices. Holy. Philip's translation actually says that it's your intelligent worship. <laughs> Yeah, it's Romans 12. It's, a, it's an intelligent way. It's, it's a very intelligent thing to do. That because God has had mercy on you, you should serve Him with your life. <laughs> Are you with me? So, God's great mercy, once we see His worth and we also see His work towards us, we have no option than to serve Him all the days of our lives. Yeah. What a blessing to serve the Lord. The great fulfillment we receive in our lives by serving the Lord. What a blessing to be leading young people. What a blessing to be praying for young people, to be directing young people onto the right path. What a blessing. <laughs> Acts 20. You see, Paul was about to go on a missionary journey. A prophecy came. Listen, a prophecy came. That, look, you are going to die. He said, that, he said, look, he said that you are going to be bound. He said, look, I'm not just ready to be bound. I'm ready to die for this man, Jesus. Because he saw the worth of the Lord. He said that I'm ready to die. And so Paul remembered the day the Lord had mercy on him. On his, his way to Damascus. He remembered it. Sometimes let's remember where the Lord has brought us from. And begin to serve him. Let's not pretend as though we were good from childbirth. Let's not pretend as though everything has been fine. Like we came to the Lord when we wanted to come to the Lord. Look how we were confused. Yeah, look how we were confused. Look how we struggle. Look at the many things that we've been through. Even look at some of your friends. Yeah, recently I met one of my, my classmates. Somebody who was in my class right in front of the office. Just Sunday. And I looked at him and I just looked at me and I saw that the Lord has had mercy on me. <clears throat> Are you in the house? Yeah. Until we give our lives to him, we can never give our time to him. You know, some of us are trying to serve the Lord when we've not given our lives to him. Yeah. That's why we see the struggle. That's why we serve today and we, we give up tomorrow. Oh. Until we give our lives, until we say we are offering ourselves in response to God's mercy, we'll never, ever, ever serve him. That's why your service, you serve when it's, things are good. Or when you are emotionally stable. Ish. Hmm. He said, you do the presentation. You present your body as a living son. Not your pastor, but you. Not the branch, but you individually after looking at God's mercy. It's time to give your life to him. Hallelujah. I pray that we will see the worth of the Lord tonight. Yeah. We'll see his worth. Look. See how I'll grow and reach many young people. 
if we begin to see his worth and begin to lay our lives down for him. Yeah. In the next 10 years, we'll see where I be. We have a, a role to play when it comes to that. The Lord wants to do great things. The Lord, yeah, he wants us to move, but he wants people who are available, people who serve him, people who see his worth and say, okay, I can go. Yeah. As you are celebrating an anniversary, tell yourself that, no, next year by this time, I should, in my service for the Lord, I should go further and do more. Yeah, I should go further and do more and give my best to the Lord. Look, it's, you don't, you, you'll be a fool when you give your life to the Lord. You are not too beautiful to serve the Lord. You are not too intelligent to serve the Lord. Yeah. Be part of the work. Join the work. Yeah. Join the work. Bible says that blessed are those who die in the Lord, for their works do follow them. What will follow you if the Lord comes? Or if you should meet him? Or if you should die? What will follow you? He said, blessed are those who die in the Lord, for their works, not their cars, their works, the work they did for the Lord. By grace are we saved. It's true. It's true. Grace saves us. But your works will, will speak for you one day. Bible says, show me a man that has faith and does not have works. He said, it's nothing like that. He said, once you have faith, you have works. You'll be involved in something. Do you believe in Jesus and you, be, you should be serving him? You can't say believe in Jesus and all you do is just come and sit down in fellowship. You don't do anything. Yeah, we are going here. You never join. Yeah, no. Then you don't really have faith. Because men of faith are men of action. Men of faith are men who go. People who believe the Lord move with the Lord. Yeah, they join the Lord. They join the Lord. They join the Lord. They say, where's the Lord working? How can I join him? Where's the Lord working? How can I join him? How can I be a part of what the Lord is doing? That's what men of faith do. Yeah. God is looking for generous people. God is raising up generals in our time. Would you be a general? So I think about it. I said that when I read God's generals and all discipline, I see the touch that has been passed to our generation. I see, what are we going to give to the next generation? Where are, the, where are the heroes? Somebody said, if we don't raise heroes for our, our, our children, they'll, they'll find their wrong heroes. Yeah. The reason why they are following some celebrities is because they've not seen heroes who, who are living for what they believe. Do you know why a celebrity can remove his trial on stage and the whole world will see him? Because he's living for what he believes. What about you and I? Yeah. How can we can't go extreme? You see this person, hey, they are extreme. Why can't you be on the stage with your boxer shorts? It's because they, they go extreme with their belief. And their way of life. How can we can go far for the Lord? How come? Yeah, the Lord has had mercy on us. People of God, I came to encourage you. That's why I came here. I'm almost done preaching. <laughs> almost done. That's time to give your best to the Lord. Stop holding back. See the Lord. See how He has been good to us. Stop holding back and give your all to the Lord. Some of us are actually standing. In between, one leg is as though it's in the Lord, the other leg is in the world. So today you are here, tomorrow you are there. Look, you'll never be fulfilled. The reason why you're not enjoying your Christianity is because you've not given yourself wholeheartedly to this thing you believe. Yeah. Yeah. We need men who rise up as passionate people. We need women who rise up as passionate people. Can you imagine if we had this in East Legon, we had just this kind of meeting every every other day? There's one branch here. Can we can you imagine if we have five of this all around? It's possible. It's possible if you'll be available. Yeah. May we see God's mercy and respond. And respond. And respond. That we'll go all out. We'll give our best to him. We'll give our all to him. Yeah. We'll give our strength to him. The Bible says, remember that creator in the days of your youth. Before the evil days come, when you say that you have no pleasure in them. 
don't wait till you are 70 years then they call you say Let purity for Christ and you are moving 70 years is it now you are going to save the Lord 70 years when I see old people when I see people men, women dream women fellowship one of the questions I ask myself is were they like this when they were young were they giving or right now the husband doesn't give them attention so they have gone to the church for attention yeah, that's the question I ask myself yeah we must keep going on. We must keep moving, keep serving. One day, let me show you a, a dream or a vision I had. One day, I saw myself at my own funeral. And I saw that was, my coffin was there. I was wearing my suit, but I wasn't lying in the coffin. Yeah. And I was moving around. During my own funeral, then I woke up. I said, hey, which dream is there? I feel the Lord spoke to me. and said that you keep working. You keep serving. Yeah. You keep going. You keep serving. You keep, hey, let's serve the Lord, oh. Hey. Let's serve the Lord. I know some of us are doing well, but let's take our work to the extreme. Like how Mary took her, her, her faith to the extreme. Yeah. When you see the Muslims and they are, you, you see them and they are bombing places. Okay, some Muslims. They said not all of them. Some Muslims and they are bombing places and all that. It's because they are taking what they believe to the extreme. What about you and I? I say, oh, my Christianity is in my heart. If Jesus kept his love in his heart, do you think you and I would have been here? Uh, do you think would have been here if he decided to put it in his heart? Yeah, but he gave. For God so loved that he gave. Yeah. Amanda was also sharing with them how Bible says and 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 Jacob, he wanted <laughs> he wanted to marry, and he said, I, I I want to save I'll save seven years. And Bible says that when he saved it was but a few years it was like a few days, yeah, the seven years, and. It's believed that when you are, during that time when you are serving, you are not even giving like, it's not like every evening you get to see the lady. You know, limited time with the person. Yeah. So it's not like you see the, it's not like every day you are serving. So all those years, guess what? Guess what was in his mind? He had a certain love that kept moving him. His passion was what was moving him. So two years to pass, he doesn't care. It was just like a, some few seconds. Yeah. Some of you understand what I'm saying. So don't pretend as though you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You know how you can be with some people and all of a sudden it's evening. Uh, so soon. So soon. So soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, baby, a day with you is, is but a moment. Hey. I tell you. Where do you give to her? The time is long time. It says but a moment. Yeah, you come for I have it's Lego, it's nine o'clock. Say hey, this is but they said the clothes are eight thirty, so why is it nine? But you are with baby and it's but a moment. Yeah. yeah. Do you know it's because you have a certain love for baby that you don't have for the Lord. That is what is making God's presence like a dragging time, but baby's presence is extended. Yeah. And it's the joy, the, 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 the freedom in being there. Yeah. You want to go, but you don't want to go. So you go and, baby will go and see you off. You get to say, oh, me too, let me go and see you off. Then you go and see, then you get there and say, let me also go and see you off. Hey! Yeah. 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 The same time, baby will call you on the phone. Okay, let's hang up. It's after six hours of talking, uh, let's hang up. Okay, let's count one, two, three. One, two, three. Oh, you are still there. Oh. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't dance at all. Yeah. 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 Do you know why Jacob could serve for long? Because there was something working in him. And it was a love for this Rahel or Rachel. It was working. He said, no, that's the lady I like. 
And guess what? Seven years come. He goes the evening. They, they release the lady for him. And then in the morning, he realizes that it's a wrong person. Wrong person. Wrong person. Wrong person. He was prodded. <laughs> After seven years. But guess what? He said, the, 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 his master said, no, you have to, it's not like that in our culture. You have to save extra seven. He said, why not? Why not? You see, love will tell you why not. If you have love, love will tell you that why not. You see, love will always make a way. When you have the, a love for God, it will always make a way in your service. Yeah. A love for God will overcome every kind of excuse. The excuse you give is because there's, there's nothing burning in your hand. There's no love for Jesus. Yeah. There's no love for Jesus. And God is concerned about our love more than even the things we do. He's concerned. That's why in Revelation 2, he was writing to the church. He said that you have tried those who are apostles and they are not. Hey, can you be able to decipher a church that everybody in the church can, Kimathi can say that this guy, is, he says he's an apostle, but he's not. Because of this and that. That's how great the church members were. But I said, I have somewhat against you. He said, you've forsaken your first love. He said, go back and do your first words. He said, go back for it. We, we need to become people who are running with the love of God, or else we'll never save him. Until we grow in our love for Jesus, our service will still be at the same place. That's how come, as a believer, you must not take your devotional life for granted. You see, do you know what, what do, you know, do you know, if you check Mary, every time in, Jesus, in, in Mary's encounter with Jesus, you see Mary sitting at the feet. So what she kept hearing had an effect on her. So what she kept hearing caused that one day to yield and give all her investment away. What you keep hearing has the power to determine what you do. That's how can we say listen to podcasts. Because faith comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17 says. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Bible also says that faith worketh by love. <laughs> Are you with me? So your great faith will find this expression in a great love for Jesus. Can people point to us in our generation that these people are Jesus lovers? Or they can say, oh, these are part of the Christians. I want to be known as a Jesus lover. <laughs> Every day I'm living, I'm, I'm saying, now, how do I want to be known when I walk out of this earth? Do I want to be known as the person who raised the dead or the person who loved the Lord? I, I rather want to be known as the one who loved the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That when I'm going to heaven, to say that a general has come, the lover of the lamb is in. That's why the Bible says that these are the ones who follow the lamb wherever he went, not loving their lives. You see, they love the lamb, they love the Lord, so they went wherever he went to. Guys, I came to just encourage you that it's time. Revelation 4 1, after John gave the many visions, or so after he received the visions, Bible says, and, and the angel told him, Come up hither. He was saying that, Look, you've seen a certain level. Of visions and dreams and all this, but they say you have to grow and come up here. Tonight I came to tell you that you serve the Lord, you love Him, but it's time to grow in love for Jesus. And this is only possible through your devotional life. A neglect of devotional life is a neglect of the, what has the power to stir up your love for Jesus. Yeah. Many of us don't love the Lord because we don't know Him. We don't know Him because we don't spend time with Him. <laughs> it works like that. Some of you, your, your service is dependent on your, the encouragement you receive from other people. When you know the Lord, you don't need an encouragement. When you are running with the Lord, do you think Jacob had to be encouraged in seven years? He was able to wait another four. Do you think they had to send him text messages? No. He was serving. He had the price. His mind was on the fact that there's a price. There's something that I value in this life. And that's the person I'm marrying. Yeah. 
Your devotion, that's why your devotional life is so important. And I can tell that there are many Christians we don't, we don't pay attention to whether you are growing in your devotional work or not. Whether you are reading your Bible, whether you are having your quiet time, whether you are listening to Kingdom Move podcast, whether you are spending time in prayer, because that's how love grows. Yeah. Many people have neglected. And until we pay attention to these things, we'll never grow. Never grow. You are wondering why you are not having a set. You can see some people and you realize that they are going to the extreme. It's because there's something working in their hearts which you don't have. Instead of criticizing the people who are taking this Jesus thing to the extreme, ask yourself, why is it that they are doing that? And you go and check some of them. They so much have a love for the Lord. Yeah. They so much have a love for the Lord. Guys, it's time to pay attention to your devotional life. Else you don't serve the Lord. Else you'll be limited in your service. Are you with me? Yeah. So Mary kept hearing. So she kept believing and she kept loving. Yeah. It's time. Quiet time. Because you don't write your quiet time down. But you go to class and they draw amoeba, frog, and you are drawing. You have a book for drawing frog, cockroach. University students, you nice guy. You've come, which class have you come? You've gone to draw a gamma lizard. Yeah. You have a book for all these things. You've gone to draw all these things. You've come nice way. You've come, you said, what, the other things, you've even sat in a shuttle from your hostel to class to go and draw frog and you've come back in a book, which is yours. Yeah. But when it comes to the things of God and your work with God, it's always in my mind. They preach, have I you don't write anything. Oh, oh Pastor, we know. Well, we know what Pastor would say. Oh, save the Lord, give your life to Jesus, give your best, don't touch girls, don't do this. We know all the things you say. Yeah. You have to pay at your devotional life, right? Your quiet time. I still have my quiet time. Today, I, still, I had my quiet time this morning. I have a book. My wife is here, so if I'm telling like she can just tell you. Right, my quiet time. I'm reading a book. I write what I'm learning. Why? Because my love for God is at stake. You see, there are many things that can steal your love for Jesus. There are many things in this world that can steal your love for Jesus. Yeah. Many things. Many things are actually looking out for your love. Many things, their goal is to steal your love. The goal of the enemy is not to stop you from, like, example, go come for a meeting, have a meeting, say, yes, I overcame the devil. By coming for a meeting, he's not after that. He might even make a way for you to come. <laughs> what is against is, 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 is when you are growing in love for Jesus. Do you know why the martyrs were able to die for the Lord? You see, during that time, we are not hearing all these stories. How people gave their lives. Yeah, Pastor, I was saying that he's sending Prince Charles to Liberia. I said, hey, is this not extreme? Yeah, it's not extreme. I hear people say, we are going on missions. Hey, some people can look at you and sacrifice. Say, what sacrifice? I sat in VIP bars. I collapsed the seat. I lied down. What can be, what sacrifice about this? AC, with you, I can charge my phone. USB is a sacrifice. How can this be a sacrifice? <laughs> And I remember the people who came. You go to a group and you see their names. You see 23, 24. Sometimes you think there's somebody and their sister. No, no, it's somebody and their wife. Missionaries, they came with the gospel. Do you know why? Because they were thinking about the next generation. They saw the worth of the Lord, thought about the next generation. They said, no, this man must be known. We must carry him to different places. People must know about this Jesus we are following. And they came. I doubt this um, toll booth and all these roads that they've done were there. No, they were not there. 
They climbed. Look at people like David Livingston. A, a lion tore one arm, so he had to learn how to shoot with the other hand. Yeah. I'm telling you. Missionaries who came to Africa and they ate, and they ate mice to live. We can go for missions. We have Serilac. We say we are sacrificed. What do they write about our generation? <laughs> because the truth, look, you know, you know, I, I might sound extreme with my preaching. Forgive me. But Bible says first without two now, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You see, we use that to declare how special we are, a holy people. You know we use that to declare how special we are. But if you check where a priest is, a priest is somebody who offers sacrifices. So as you are identifying yourself with a royal priest, you know that we've been called to sacrifice. <laughs> priest sacrifice. If you're a priest, if you identify, Bible says that we are kings and priests unto the Lord. Our calling is to sacrifice. Yeah, to give something of worth for the sake of other people. If the youth center will be built in the next years we are looking at, then you, we must be ready today to sacrifice, to let go of what is dear to us. You see, Mary let go of what was dear to her for the sake of Jesus. We must be ready to let go of what is dear to us, what we see as special, what we see as important. Some of you, you see, your, 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 you have some mean times you think is so special to you, you can never go for evangelism. Yeah. our time, you can never be there. It's because you've not seen the Lord. When we know how much we've been loved, then we'll go extreme. We'll go extra for Jesus. Yeah, we'll go extra for him. Look, I just came to encourage some of you. It's time to go extra. Pay attention to... All right, I should be closing now. Pay attention to your devotional life. Yeah, priests sacrifice. Priests give their best. Yeah. What's the worth of your sacrifice? How much have you given? I know some of us have given to a certain degree, but let's keep giving. Let's keep giving. Let's keep going. Let's keep believing. Let's keep serving. Yeah. It's Legon. Set up team. Keep serving. You have no idea what you are doing. Yeah. A story is being written. In heaven, one day the Lord will congratulate you. He said, that, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I'm looking forward to that. He said, Thou good and faithful servant. Faithful, consistent servant. Yeah. To be faithful is to start a thing and bring it to completion, not to just start and be excited about it. Many times you see where I start something and you join, you're excited. You say, oh, I want to come and volunteer in the office. You start one, two. Issues of life meet you. You stop. I want to join the choir. You see that they do two nights all, all night, two all night rehearsal. You give up. Yeah. Because you are moved with the emotion. Look, tonight I not come and move anybody by emotion. That's why when I was preaching, I realized that my heart was moving somewhere. I closed my book so that I don't, <laughs> I can close. Are you with me? Yeah, we need more pastor roads. Can you imagine if we had 10 more pastor roads in Ghana? Yeah. But you should listen to pastor roads. There's no extraordinary, no vision. He just said, Lord, I'm available. I'll be faithful to this work you've given to me. Look, let's pay attention to what God has given. That's faithfulness. It's the gold branch. Pay attention to the branch. Let's pay attention. Let's listen to what God is leading us and teaching us to do. Let's pay attention. You can't be everywhere. A faithful person cannot be everywhere. You can't be a part of, see why you're part of Raisers of the Dead Association, um, Increases of Fire Network. You can't be everywhere. You can't be everywhere. If you are here, be here. Be here with us. Be here as we serve, as we give our best to the Lord. Yeah, as we give our best to the Lord. 
That's to give our best. Yeah. If you are part of A to J or whatever, be here, be part. Some of you are still in this branch. They are still reminding you about meeting. Hey, when do we take the gospel to Madagascar? When we are still chasing, we are reminding you after this many great things the Lord has done for you. You should even see that some of you, you became wiser when you, 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 you started following the Lord. Yeah, some of your family members, today, today, they don't believe you. They still don't believe you. We have believed you. Yeah, we have, we have so much believed you. You can even take the offering basket around taking off. Your family members cannot do that. Yeah, your, don't never do that. Don't never do that. But we have believed you. God has believed you. Yeah, God has believed you. Yeah, God has believed you. We can give you souls. We can give you people to be in charge of. People to follow up on. Because God has believed in you. Yeah, God has believed in you. Yeah. So don't let us keep following you. We should be shepherding some other people. Pastor Fiki, one of the most difficult things is to lead people that you've been leading for a long time. To lead them to do the same thing. It's a, you, you see, you become a burden. When you have to be told that come for... Ah, ah, you're a guy, you come for a meeting, you've seen all this place. And you know that... You did not, nobody press seven for the TV to come out from the ground, eight for the speakers to appear. No, you see that this is not K, it's it was intentional. Yeah, you see that it was intentional. But you come for a meeting with clothes and you go and stand by a wall. Are you a, a, a wall gecko? Join the work. Uh, yeah, should I go there? Uh, let me pack here. Let me pack here. Let me pack here. How can we be telling you join set up, join set down? It, it, we should, that, that announcement shouldn't be made behind the pulpit. Right. What we should say is keep praying, yeah. keep trusting, keep believing. That's one of the things you should be not. Guys, please, we've realized that you don't come and help us. What are you using your strength for? The Lord is the one who is giving you strength. Bible says in James that what is your life? Is it not even a vapor? Because you are on Snapchat, you think that you, you are your own. Eh? Because you have likes, you can't come and carry things here. Uh, don't bring yourself this evening. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's time to give our best. So all these excuses. Pastor said one day that excuses are beds. And excuses, you've just put a bed and you want to sleep. Yeah. All this is my mother, my father. Hey, young guy, big girl, like, look at your breast. You are so still my mother, my father. Huh? If you are to be in America, Amsterdam, you would have been married or you are gone. You are, you are still saying these excuses. It doesn't help us. It drags them. You see, what you are doing is you are making the men of God weary. You are making your leaders tired. Yeah. yeah. Look, the battle we are fighting, you should be in the branch and your goal is that you want to hold the hands of your leaders. Like how Moses, his hands were held. Bible says that as his hands were held, the Israelites prevailed. But when his hands came down, the Amalekites prevailed. The reason why the devil prevail sometimes. It's not because he's so strong. It's because the strong ones in the church are not being encouraged. Yeah. They're not being encouraged. We are not holding their hands. We are not supporting them. We are rather leaving them and their, their hands are coming. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So the devil is truly, he can't do anything but what he can do is that he can discourage his servants. How does he discourage his servants? By people who are, the, they are part of us, who are lazy. They are not part of the work. If you're a sister, you should be here helping with set up, set the door. Nice. Don't just dress shepherd. You've just said you've arrived. You've, like, you've come. You've come to sit down. How, how did the chair appear? Sometimes you ask yourself those questions. Oh, so which remote are you using? That makes chairs appear here on Wednesday evening. 
It's men who are laboring. Men who are available. I pray you become available for the kingdom. In the little that the Lord has sent. You see, if you are, if you are faithful with the little, then God will open doors for us. That's when we can go to Laboni. We can go to Cantonment. Because God will keep opening. God will see that when we, he gives us a chance, we'll go extreme for him. Rise up to your feet. Let me close. All right. We hope you were blessed by this message. Share this message on all viable social media platforms to bless the lives of others as well and comment on what resonated with you the most.